Thanks for joining us for this episode of Old Men Know Stuff. Here's your host, Dan Witham. Hey, everybody. Welcome again to another episode of uh, Old Men Know Stuff, our podcast. I have the lovely Mrs. Sheila Witham with me. Yeah, I am happy to be with you today. It's Christmas. It is Christmas. Almost Christmas. Amen. Amen. Uh, this is episode 27, uh, and we're going to peel back the layers on the birth of Christ uh, as best we can. Uh, we know that uh, it's you'll, you can read about it in Luke chapter 2. You can read about it in Matthew chapter 1, and we have through our lives. But we're going to peel back the layers just a little bit and uh, understand it from Scripture says the uh, the uh, foundations of the world. He was he was the Lamb slain from the foundations of the world. Right. Can you think about that? That is no, I can't think about that. <laughs> it's pretty heavy. Anyway, the Godhead, uh, Godhead, God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. Um, uh, it was just them before Genesis one one, and. And in their mind, in that, in their the mind of those three, the Trinity, they decided before man was even created, before man even fell, that uh, a lamb had to be slain, and Jesus was going to be slain. He, he said, "I'll do it, Father," because it had to be His pure blood. Right, and you were going back. We were talking about earlier how um, when Adam and Eve sinned. Um, and they knew they were naked, God went, and that was the first record, I believe, in the Bible where an animal was actually slain and was used for covering for them. And I call that the end game. Uh, Webster Dictionary says the end game is, uh, if you can think of a chess match where uh, one uh, checkmates another one, and it's the end of the game. Uh, and, and that's what uh, the Godhead decided to do when uh, Satan decided to try to uh, uh, disrupt the plan of God to uh, bruise the Lord's heel, if you will, on the cross. But, but the Godhead had another plan, and it was to checkmate Satan forever, that he was going to bruise Satan's head, and he did. Uh, thank God that he did. Absolutely. But the, so the Lord comes in Luke 2, as a baby wrapped in swaddling clothes uh, and laying in a manger, and uh, a manger, there's no room at the end. A manger is not a place uh, for a human being to be born. In most cases, usually uh, an animal was born. In this case, a lamb, the lamb of God was born in a barn. I have a question for you. Yes. Why, why, do, why do you think, why was Jesus... I mean, God could have, you know, he could have sacrificed anything. Why was Jesus born as a baby? Like, why? Why, why do you think God used? I'll tell you why. Okay. Because he had to experience everything that mankind was going to experience. He, he experienced that in his 33 and a half years of life. He, he, was, he, he was tempted in all ways that man was, has been yet without sin he couldn't have said he couldn't have done that he couldn't have executed uh, the plan of god if you will uh in multiple ways the, that without sin he lived his life uh 
and shows us how we can be victorious um, uh, the same way. So, so he was born as a baby, just like we are born as children. So he babies. So he went through everything that we go through as every, human everything, beings. Everything, everything, every feeling, every hurt, every desire, every everything. So he knows <laughs> and said no, <laughs> and said no, or said yes, or said yes. I think that's you know that's important. So there's nothing that we will ever go through, have ever gone through, that this lamb hasn't been through and experienced all the way to death. Uh, nothing. And, 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 and he came as a lamb. Uh, he lived for 30 years uh, at his father and mother's footsteps, learning. Uh, he was the word of God, learning the scriptures. And he was in the synagogues expounding to uh, everyone that was listening uh, from the age of 12 and up. Uh, and they said, how, is this, how does this little 12-year-old boy have this much knowledge? Well, he was God. And uh, it was God unfolding himself to the world, peeling back, if you will, the onions of himself so that we would have this uh, to grow, to, to watch, to grow, to, to live by. So he, he was, you know, we said born a lamb born a baby, um, sacrificed. Um, watch this, watch this, born in a barn, which uh, the as a lamb of God, the weakest of all of, of God's creation was born in that manger. And I, th I think that obviously is so significant because that, I think that gives everyone hope. So if, if the lamb of God is born in a manger, um, you know, in the roughest, in the roughest of conditions, then that says to me, you know, it doesn't matter what you come from, what you come out of, what you were born into, there is hope for you. <laughs> so he came as the hope of the world. Oh gosh, you know what I just thought of? What? <laughs> I will definitely cry. We have a little sign that I got in a little, a little shop um, a couple weeks ago and it said, the man on the middle cross said, I can come. And I just... Say it again. The man on the middle cross said, I can come. <laughs> and I just think that's so cool because... Is that like know, whosoever will? Yeah, I think that is exactly like whosoever will. So that, that person that, that wrote that little piece was a whosoever. Yes. Because the man said, I can come. Well, anyway, the Lamb of God... Um, John the Baptist was baptizing uh, 30 years later at the River Jordan. Here comes, here comes Jesus walking along. The baby's now 30 years old, has, has experienced all of life that could be thrown at, thrown at him. The temptations, the fastings, the prayers, the prayers uh, being God that came eventually, uh, maybe not every second that he prayed it but but he experienced all that that we experienced too and and one thing that he experienced that i think a lot of people experience today um not just fear but rejection 
because rejection is, you know, is a, is a very, very deep emotion. And he, you know, he experienced that. So when we experience it, when we go through loneliness or rejection, we're not alone. Like he has compassion because he has been there. Here's his compassion. He stood on the Mount of Olives looking out over Jerusalem before he was ready to be slain as the Lamb of God and said, Jerusalem, Mm -hmm. Jerusalem, I, I would that you would have listened to me, but you would not. And the shortest verse in the Bible says Jesus wept. There's compassion right there. So he's anointed. He's recognized by John the Baptist as as the Lamb of God. Behold, the Lamb of God that does what? Takes takes away away the the sin sin of of the the world. world. He's the man. (laughs) But he could only take it away if he was perfect, which, of course, he is. So he he paid that price. So, so he, he fought off hell for the next uh, three and a half years until it was time. What time? The time to get to the cross, the time to fulfill the plan of God, that he was the Lamb of God slain from the foundations of the world. God said in the fullness of time he was sent. God sent him. We know that in not only uh, Galatians 4.4, 4, the fullness of time. We know that John 3.16, the, the noted passage that God sent his son, uh, gave his son, that we might be saved. And I think that's, gee, if at any time of the year, other than Easter, but Christmas time, uh, which we're talking about right now, that God gave his son as as the perfect gift. And that gift uh, was fully opened uh, 33, at, at 33 and a half years of age on that cross when he said, uh, it is finished. Yeah, it is finished. That's exactly right. And, you know, as you were saying that, I was thinking, um, you know, Jesus was on this earth for 30 years before he started his ministry. That's right. So I think it's interesting. Sometimes we're all like, oh, God, are you ever going to use me? When am I going to step into my purpose? So, I mean, the son of God was on this earth for 30 years before he really stepped into his purpose. So don't get discouraged, right? It's all in God's time. No other way to look. No other way to look. That He experienced all of that. He understands. He actually understands your pain. He understands your desires. Yeah, I think it's it's wonderful. I mean, we celebrate his birth because obviously without his birth, he couldn't have gone to the cross and he couldn't have resurrected and um, and paid the price for our ultimate freedom. So we do celebrate it, but it's it's so much more than celebrating his birth. I think that's what we're trying to get to. Don't just think you're celebrating the birth of a little baby. You know, you're celebrating life and freedom and 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 eternal eternal life in heaven and all of that because it started with a little baby being born in a manger. And John put it this way in in chapter 1. Uh, he said, in the beginning was the Word, that's Jesus, and the Word of God was with God. We talked about it from the foundations of the world. He was there, and the Word uh, was God. And then verse 14, I'm going to do it backwards. And the Word was made flesh at this Christmas time and dwelt among us, Emmanuel, and we beheld his glory. <laughs> we beheld his glory, praise the Lord, as of the only begotten of the Father, he alone, full of grace and truth. And here's why. John 1, verse 12. 
but as many as received the lamb, to them gave he power to become the sons of God, even for them that believe on his name. Yeah, absolutely. So that is saying right there that when we do believe upon his name, we have power. The word says, you know, he's going away and the Holy Spirit's going to stay with us, but that we have the same power uh, within us that Jesus had when he walked on this earth. We We obviously have to pay a price for that power. You know, you got to walk holy. You have to walk holy. You have to seek it. You have, you, to, you have seek to say, him. you have to say, yes, sir. Every yeah. time the Be Holy obedient. Spirit, every time the Holy Spirit nudges you, yeah. but it's there for us to embrace. He gave us the power to be the sons of God. Mm-hmm. Um, I wanted to finish on this lamb of God slain from the foundations of the world, uh, from the very beginning. And God checkmated Satan in the end game, uh, when he, said he sent his son as the Lamb of God born in that manger and then anointed him uh, with the anointing to um, walk this earth with power. And then he died on the cross and sent his Holy Spirit back so that we could live with power. And when he said it's finished, it is finished on the cross, um, what was finished? I'll tell you what was finished. Okay. <laughs> all, 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 all of the sacrifices, no more lambs would need to be slain uh, for sin. No, right. more, no, more, no more lambs would be slain. He was the ultimate uh, lamb that was slain from the foundations of the world on that cross. It was finished. It was finished. Never to have to be done again. That's, yeah. I think, the ultimate checkmate. The ultimate checkmate. And in, in Revelation 22, um, we learn that he's still the lamb of God. Um, but this time it's with a capital L, lamb with a capital L, that he, uh, let's go over to, to Isaiah 9, verse 6. I think this is real interesting at this time, that uh, in Isaiah 9, we, we see it a lot on Christmas ornaments at this time of the year, that for unto, for unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder on the shoulder of the lamb with a capital L in Revelation 22. Life goes, life's going to go on forever beyond Revelation 22. That's a pretty good thought right there. There'll be a millennium reign for a thousand years, and there'll be eternity after that. Here on earth, in Jerusalem, he'll be ruling and reigning as the lamb of God uh, with a capital L. Forever and ever and ever. That's your song. Says, says Handel's Messiah. And his name shall be called at that point. No longer the Lamb of God, but wonderful Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace, of His increase, of Jesus' increase, of the Lamb's increase, and His government and peace, there should be no end. And upon the throne of David and His kingdom, I won't get into that, but David will rule and reign as the Prince over over Jerusalem, and of His kingdom to order it, to establishment with judgment and with justice from henceforth forever and ever. Uh, the Lamb of God's going to be uh, um, the president, if you will, of, of of the world and forever and ever. Yeah, There will be no end. No end, no end. So that's the Lamb of God. And uh, at this Christmas season, Sheila and I, uh, more than anything, are grateful for uh, the blood that was shed on the cross so that we can have 
assurance, not that we do anything of ourselves, Ephesians 2, but because of his blood and trust and faith in that blood, we're, we, we're going to heaven. We want to take you with us if you don't know that blood. So we invite you right now to join us. We're on a journey. Uh, we're just like you. Um, sinners saved by grace, the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ and his sacrifice on that cross. Pray this prayer with us at this beautiful Christmas season. Lord Jesus, Lord Jesus, we thank you for coming as the Lamb. We thank you for coming as the Lamb. We thank you for dying as the Lamb. We thank you for dying as the Lamb. We thank you forever and ever. Thank you forever and ever. Ruling and reigning as the Lamb. Ruling and reigning as the Lamb. We submit to you. We submit to you, Lord. We ask you to forgive us for our sins. We ask you to forgive us for our sins. We thank you for the Father raising you from that tomb. We thank you for the Father raising you from that tomb. And because he has. And because he has. You are Lord. You are Lord. Of all. Of all. Forever. Forever. And forever. And forever. And if you pray that prayer, you can rest assured that your sins are forgiven. Yes. Watch this. And his blood is sufficient for you. You haven't done anything too bad. No. Unless you've not done the unpardonable sin, which I don't think you have. Your blood's your your sin is not too much that the Lamb of God and His blood doesn't cover and take it away. That's what He came to do. That's why He was born. That's why He was born in a barn as a lamb. Merry Christmas! Thank Merry you. Christmas! God bless you. Amen. Thanks for joining us for this episode of Old Men Know Stuff. For more information, go to oldmennowstuff.com.